0: Hello and welcome to the Sports Technology Podcast. In this episode, we speak with Dr. Tom Waller, head of Speedo's Aqua Lab. Tom and the Aqua Lab are responsible for the innovations and new technologies <laughs> coming from Speedo. He tells us about some of their design considerations and what they do to stay within restrictions and push technology forward. He's also quite excited about the release of Faskin 3 on December 1st. Remember to check out our website,
1: sportstechnologypodcast.com, and follow us on Twitter at SportsTechPod. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Sports Technology Podcast. i um, Mike and joining me today is Henry. Hello. And today we have a sports tech alum and currently the head of Aqualab at Speedo, Tom Waller. So Tom, can you just uh, say a little bit about yourself and kind of how you got involved in the sports technology industry and um, your current role at Speedo? Uh, yeah, no problem. So
2: I joined the Sports Technology Research Group at Loughborough University in the year 2000 after completing an undergrad degree in design engineering, product design manufacturing engineering. My initial focus was, um, in general terms, was using technologies to enhance human performance. Uh, Specifically, I was looking at inspiratory muscle training technologies. So, uh, technologies that help to um, improve the muscles that you use to breathe. Because there's um, widespread evidence that um, when you when you train those muscles, you get an efficiency knock-on effect, which can improve blood flow to the to the legs and to other parts of the body. So you can get a performance enhancement. Since then, I so that I, I finished uh, towards the end of two or beginning of 2000 uh, 2004. I went into consultancy with a spin-off company Progressive Sports Technologies, still connected to the university. Uh, as well as taking up RA role, uh, postdoc role uh, with the Sports Tech Research Group. Subsequently worked with a few really interesting brands, uh, global brands such as uh, Nike, Canterbury, Umbro, as well as um, the GB Olympic team. So I was involved in some of the projects around uh, British cycling and their effort at the 2008 Olympic Games. So in my time, in my time at Loughborough, I got exposed to a lot of sports brands, a lot of challenges. Most of the sports and most of the equipment that uh, and, and apparel that those people use were from, like I said, helmets, a helmets upper body apparel, shorts, compression footwear, equipment from fitness equipment to rehabilitation aids to um, specialist throwing rigs for Paralympic athletes. So managed to see a really really wide spectrum, and then from there and through the consultancy. Uh, met Speedo. Speedo were one of the clients of of the, of the consultancy. They had, through promotion internally, um, freed up a vacation. Uh, um, they freed up a, a vacancy for the uh, global head of aqua Lab role, and they came asking. They were impressed, I guess, with the consultancy that we were doing for them at the time, and they wanted to take a bit more of an academic direction in what they were doing with. Aqualab, which is their global facility for research and development, and ultimately I accepted and have been in the role since back end of 2008. So we're where are we now? Back end of 2011. So it's been three very busy years.
1: Tell us a little bit about Aqualab. What types of products you guys work on? Obviously swimwear related, but what are some of the kind of the common testing? Tools you guys use, or how do you work with athletes, and just kind of a general overview. Sure.
2: So, AquaLab is, as I said, the the R and D arm, and I think I caveat that with it's it's a commercial R and D operation. So we are here to bring innovation and new technology to every part of Speedo. You know, Speedo's uh, purpose, if you like, is to inspire people to swim. Um, we can do that in many ways, and historically. Aqualab did that by working on Olympic products, so we were responsible for bringing products like the Fast Skin uh, to Life, the Laser Racer, products that have had huge uh, impact in the sport of swimming through the competitive arena. Aqualab has evolved a little bit more so that whilst we still do that, we still create Olympic products. It's much more focused about how we can take the technologies within those products and indeed creating dedicated products that have a broader impact across all of Speedo's consumers. So Speedo sees advanced technology as, as a real differentiator in this competitive market that we're in, so that anything that we create for even, a I guess, a learn-to-swim consumer, a health and well-being consumer, they get a superior experience when they choose Speedo products because we've added a little bit more. We've researched a little bit further, and we've informed what we do so that we can predict and guarantee that that, that is going to happen the facilities that we have i guess linked a lot to the people and the expertise that we have we have a research team of scientific background we have an innovation team of much more of a design so a pure design background uh, but in a very a very the people i've selected have a, a very good at the applied side uh, of design so able to use scientific principles and uh, and data to inform design. We have a materials team that are scouting the world for advanced materials to unlock some of the potential within the ideas that we have. And then we have a product development team. You know, I consider them to be, if the materials team are creating a list of ingredients, these guys are the chefs that are bringing it all to life. So we have, in particular, garment engineers, design engineers, that are able to take a product from a, from a, from a CAD, from a, from a flat piece of paper, uh, and engineer it to life, bring it to life in the way that we, that we envisaged. Externally to that, we have a global group of, of partners. Those partners might be individuals, whether they're athletes, uh, of which we work with the world's best, including Michael Phelps. Co- coaches um, that are either Speedo supported coaches or Aqualab specifically supported coaches that again inform what we do. We've got swim physiologists, we've got psychologists, sports psychologists, and then bigger facilities, so places where we're able to put products through their paces and extract very small differences that we know are the difference between perhaps a gold medal or a silver medal or a, a delight level of comfort rather than just a, an acceptable level of comfort for a product in, in a different arena. It's really about not leaving any stone unturned, um, making sure that we simulate a lot of the challenges that, that we come across. We do an awful lot in computational fluid dynamics. Uh, we're moving more and more into finite element analysis as well, uh, and then experimentally controlling that what we predict and what we simulate actually comes to life when the product development team uh, go through their process.
0: Quite in-depth. You, you have quite a, quite a range of, uh, of disciplines covered, I suppose. And do, the, do, the people that you, do the people that you employ generally have backgrounds within sport, or are you pulling from other industries as well to, to kind of take advantage of a multi multidisciplinary approach
2: we I mean everything that we do is about we look back to to the mistakes that we've made or the, the positive effects that we've had so that we we understand how to recreate them we look forward to the horizon so we're looking at technical trends that exist we're looking at um, what um, is likely to happen in the world of technology that that is very much outside of swim looking back it's probably inside of swim we also then look sideways so we're looking at analogous industries as to where we can get inspiration and the people therefore that i employ i'm not really it's not a prerequisite that they are swimmers or that they are interested in swimming uh, or indeed that they that they are dedicated sports people that they have to have a passion for the consumers that we are working for it certainly helps if you are a sporty person. It certainly helps if you have a sporting background. But, I mean, my designers, as an example, uh, we have people from automotive industry. We have people from the lingerie industry. Everything that they do complements what we do but certainly sports technology specifically is not a fixed criteria.
1: So one of the things that's kind of comes into play with a lot of different sports is the regulation arm of the actual the governing bodies of the of swim or or any other sport like golf. So how does that affect your guys' kind of design approach? Yeah, I
2: mean there's there's it's 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 very well known that there's been a, a big rule change in competitive swimming. I mean it's only competitive swimming that that, that, that affects. Um, and we 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 have a you know we, we have a really active programme to make sure that we work within the rules and we push the you know, we push innovation to its limit within those rules. We're really comfortable with the role that FINA, who's our governing body, plays in the sport. And we've worked really hard to assist them in making sure that there is a transition between the rules that's been, you know, that's been uh, mutually acceptable for, for brand. You know, so other competitors, other brands have has fed into that process also. They've They've moved to a position now where they've got a lot more rigor uh, in their process of approving products. We submit products in the July of one year for application or for commercialization into the market of, in the January of the following year. All of our products go through strict tests of, in areas that they are particularly interested in. So we have to produce, to, if we're looking at a suit technology, it has to be traditional fabric. It has to be of a, to a certain maximum thickness. It has to pass a, per- a permeability test, an air permeability test, because they want to avoid any air trapping effects where you could start to introduce buoyancy to an athlete. And then there is an- a separate buoyancy test to make sure that the suit itself doesn't have any kind of flotation type of benefit. We understand those tests really well, and we make sure that we don't dance the wrong side um, of, the th- of the values that have been put in place, our threshold values have been put in place.
0: Do you agree with those the, the rules that are put in place or, or would you like to see a more unrestricted set of set of regulations that allows for more sure. technology implementation
2: any r&d department is going to want as much technical freedom as they they would like and i hope that in time probably over you know the next few olympic cycles there will be more freedom given to applying technology in the sport of swimming as that happens we will continue to push and push innovation to those limits but I understand completely why we have the levels of restrictions that we have now. You know, we went from a point where there, where it was a very subjective process, the approvals process, uh, and now it's controlled and it's, it's, it's done that in such a way to bring um, real balance to the sport. You know, Everything that FINA are trying to do is to make sure that the spirit of swimming is maintained and that there's no one element that starts to take over, and you know you only have to look at the the sudden change in the rate of world records falling as to why they felt they had to react. What we hope and what we're looking forward to, and you know I, I you know I I really encourage any listener to to keep an eye out, particularly around November the 30th. New, new technologies will come out. New technologies will surprise people, and we hope that. We can continue to push forward. What we're not going to do is to start to upset the sport of swimming by pushing technologies outside of those rules.
1: So since it's an Olympic year, I think you touched on it a little bit. Can you tell us anything, any more details on what's coming out or some products specifically to look for or athletes that are that are going to be testing and using them, your stuff in the, in the Olympics?
2: So we. The, the short answer is no. I can't tell you anything. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I can answer some of that question. Yeah. So, so so yeah we we we've been working since 2008 on an olympic program for next year we're really excited about products that you will be able to see we, we're not hiding behind the facts so we, we've we've put out our teaser um, the launch is on november the 30th and you know a quick plug i i, I implore everyone to keep their eyes peeled on the november the 30th because i think you'll be impressed but as, 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 in terms of the athletes that have been involved in the process, that's, that's a good question. You know, they're right at the heart of everything that we do. They've been the athletes have been there from day one. They were the first people we went to speak to when we were starting starting off the program, and that's why we introduced um, sports psychologists as well into the process that we apply. It's been a real challenge of both understanding how we can affect the athlete physiologically, but also psychologically, because no matter what we do with technology, regardless of whether we've got a totally unconstrained existence. So you know, imagine a time where there are no rules. The swimmer still got to swim, and the swimmer has still got to put as much effort as they possibly can into winning their race. And that is as much a psychological exercise as it is a physiological exercise. So that's been a really important part. The athletes that we've worked with, you know, generally Speedo-sponsored athletes, because. Confidentiality is, is is very important. Uh, we don't want our competitors to, to you know find out what we've been doing until you know until everyone else, the rest of the world, finds out what we've been doing. Uh, but Michael Phelps, you know, probably the world's greatest swimmer, been uh, in heavily involved in the development. Liam Tancock, Rebecca Adlington, from a UK perspective, we've worked with Ryan Lochte, we've worked with uh, several of the Australian athletes, we've worked with most of the USA squad. We've worked with the Italian team, we've worked with the Dutch team, we've worked with uh, – I'm not going to try and list them all because I'll, I will forget some. so <laughs> I don't want anyone to get offended. But there's been numerous what we would call super elite level athletes um, that have been part of the development. And then just sub elite and elites that have been very much involved. You know, When we're doing tests that involve four or five days a week uh, involvement with the ACLAB, Clearly, we're not going to get Michael Phelps for that amount of time. So there are some unsung heroes uh, amongst the GB swim squad that you know we we are very, very grateful to. You know, some of them have, have since left as they graduated university or, or taken on other careers, but they have been really instrumental into helping us learn the things that we've learned. And create the products that we've created.
1: You said that there's going to be some big announcements around November 30th. Where do where should people look to find out more information? Follow us.
2: Um, follow us on Twitter. Uh, we have a Facebook page. We have our YouTube channel, and we have Speedo.com. You know, if uh, it doesn't, you know, any 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 Google search of Speedo will probably take you to the right place. Yep. Um The date to look out for clearly is is the 30th of November. That's when. Uh, when all the noise is going to start to happen and where we hope that the, the snowball is going to start to roll.
0: Thank you, Tom, and thanks, listeners, for listening. Since recording, the date has switched to the 1st of December, so be sure to keep an eye out for something cool on that day. We will put links on our website, and you can always see interesting stories by following us on Twitter at SportstechPod. Bye.